0: hey guys welcome back to the podcast guys with Luis and Daniela, how is the beginning of your week
1: the beginning of my week bitch a bitch is tired I don't know why it was only a week off next week you're probably gonna be the tired one because you're gonna be like bitch I went back to school but I'm exhausted we usually film a little bit of film record a little bit earlier and I messaged you and I was like, bitch, I just woke up. Like, I completely forgot. I didn't even fucking set an alarm. I'm terrible. If you guys could see me, I look a mess. I mean, I always look a mess. But today I look extra messy. But you know what? I'm going to count my blessings because I could relax. Okay, other people, they can't relax. So I'm going to count my I'm going to look on the positive side. Okay, so I'm... I am um fortunate enough today to take a nap and I thank all my blessings for that
0: yeah so <laughs> despite, my- despite having to wait for her for basically an hour she enjoyed her nap and that that's all good because it's not like I was doing anything important like I I was did I mention it? Yeah, I'm on spring break um so yeah, I wasn't doing anything important I was just waiting here watching big brother um go check out big brother love it um but yeah, I'm doing great. As I just mentioned two seconds ago, I'm on spring break. So this means my mind is shut down. I am just going to mindlessly watch TV, lay in bed all day, stuff my face. I mean, is that the norm? That's honestly like typical for me, but I don't have to worry about homework and assignments and all that. But um, yeah, I think we're just going to dive right in because we have lots to talk about. Hopefully you guys are listening to this and hopefully there are listeners out there and we're not speaking to ourselves and to the we zoom do. screens right now. Um, make sure you follow us on instagram at no BS pod make sure to rate us guys we haven't we've gone we've gone some time without getting any ratings on apple podcast so and i look at the the fucking viewings like it shows me we have listeners and it shows me your yeah. age, your where you fucking live what's down to the city okay so <laughs> shout out to Habra, anaheim cyprus y'all are listening to us but um yeah hopefully you guys enjoy this episode because we have lots to talk about I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in on some happy news, some lighter news, because there's a lot of negativity going on in the world right now. So let's just start with the positive. Gorilla glue hair girl, our girl, Jessica Brown. You know, we've been covering basically her life for the past couple of episodes now. Like she is our bestie. I'm surprised we haven't gone on the podcast. Like, should we get her?
1: We need to reach out to her or just at least get a little um, acknowledgement from her. Like, Jessica, we're your biggest fans. We've been rooting for you. Okay, we so really
0: are like
1: someone put us in contact, please.
0: I will email her, I will find her information. I'm not even joking, guys. I, this week, I'm gonna email her and be like, Can you give us a quick shout out? Can you stop by five minutes on our podcast? Like, imagine we get her, that'd be iconic.
1: I'd cry, I'd be like, Jessica,
0: <laughs> we love you, but um, except continue- for that first episode, <laughs> exactly. Don't listen to our first episode, where we kind of dragged you, but uh, onto on to more positive news Gorilla Glue Woman. I like how TMZ titled that Gorilla Glue Woman. That's her identifier. Um, Tessica Brown is pregnant. So Tessica's manager, Gina Rodriguez, which not that Gina Rodriguez. she, (laughs) (laughs) She told TMZ that she is having a baby with a fiance, Dwight Madison. And I'm excited. So I didn't know this, but apparently her and her fiance have their own children from their own previous relationships so she has five kids and he has four kids and with this new baby on its way it's gonna be 10 kids which i come i come from a family of seven kids (laughs) seven yeah that's right um so i'm excited for her um should we make our predictions boy girl i know she just found out she was pregnant what do you think it's gonna be
1: i i'm hoping for a girl just because the world needs more girls okay bitches
0: who around the world girls um, Beyoncé sends me a cease Shut the fuck up. Don't mention my song. Um, I'm gonna say a girl too. Like, if we have one queen walking with glue in their head, we need another queen with glue. On their head. Um, all jokes aside, I'm excited. Like, when people, I'm like, when people that Good I know her. as if I know her, when people that like I know get pregnant, I'm excited for them, even though being a parent is a lot. I mean, your sister has a child, you should know this.
1: He's, yeah being a parent is a big step you guys and baby number nine or baby number 10 is gonna give them a run for their money I'm pretty sure it's always the youngest it's always the youngest babies
0: louise is like i'm
1: a middle child so i wouldn't
0: fucking know i'm a middle child so all i know is that i didn't get love but anyways um (laughs) moving on to so i just want to give a quick shout out to tessica brown good luck with your future endeavors good luck on baby number 10 we wish you the best of luck um on to other parents if you saw my tweet from two hours ago you saw that i gave the award for best father to jason nash if you haven't heard this podcast episode of theirs david and jason's is resurfacing because jason was explaining to david that because apparently they all live together. I From my from what I assume, Jason is, you know, mooching off of David because we know David has hundreds and thousands and probably millions at this point. But anyways, apparently Jason Nash's daughter, her t- his 10-year-old daughter came to him and was like, I don't feel comfortable living here. I'm going through some girl stuff. It's not okay. I need my space, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently Jason thought it was a good idea to talk to David about this, let him know what was up. And they basically make fun of her. I have an audio clip. Hopefully this episode doesn't get taken down because I'm using it, but let's take a listen. But Charlie was not happy about it. She wasn't? Well, she doesn't like Zane's videos. Really? So No, she, she, um, she was not happy. He what was did, fine. What did she say? She was like, um, she like, she like went and she closed the door to the kitchen. She was like, can we sit on the couch and have a talk? No, and no a, fucking way. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. She's like, um, daddy, it's just kind of like, I like your friends, but it's like, I'm a girl. And, like, you know, it's just hard living with all these boys all the time. Oh, my God. How old is she? She's 10. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. That's insane. She's like, you know, I'm going through girl stuff. He's like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, well, daddy's about to live on the fucking street. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't live, you know, my friends move in, because I can't afford rent, you little shit. You just heard it. What are your initial thoughts? He
1: sounds like, I just, he sounds like a terrible father. Yeah, best father of the year award right there. And... I'm sorry. If I ever fucking have kids and any of my fucking friends, I know they were probably joking and they probably have that type of relationship. But if any of my fucking friends call my children little shits, I know with my nephew, like I'll, 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 we'll fucking joke around like that too. But like, I would never do it in a way to offend my friend. To me, it's like, bitch, she's talking about, She's talking about her feelings. It's hard to be a girl in this world. Okay. Jason Nash. And you're not making it any fucking easier. You're a terrible fucking father. And I need your ex-wife or ex-girlfriend to get full fucking custody right now because that's just so sad.
0: So my thoughts on this are that first of all, you're a piece of shit because I don't know. I feel like if. If I'm thinking in the future and I have a situation where my daughter or even my son is coming to me and saying, hey, we need to have a chat and we need to sit down. Obviously, this is something serious to them. And I don't think your daughter appreciates you putting her business out there. Not only is it going to be embarrassing, but also it's going to hurt her feelings because it's like, she, did she say let's have a chat? Me, you, Zane, every fucking idiot of the Vlog Squad? No, she said let's, you and I have a chat, which I think yeah. is super mature of her because I know as a 10-year-old, I never went to my parents and was like, hey, I feel some type of way. Let's sit down and talk about it um to each their own but no yeah like it's it's such a dick move and for david to like make jokes about it like i get it you guys probably have that kind of relationship where you can joke around and stuff but in my opinion it just came across as like stupid ignorant and like childish i don't know
1: i know people are probably like oh my god at this point you guys are like nitpicking like every little thing but yeah we're just showing you guys more and more fucking examples about why these people this group of people are just disgusting nasty need i say more
0: yeah and it's not like we're the only ones who perceive david in this way because apparently a lot of people are upset that david still has a snapchat show and it's still running ads meaning he's still getting money from this people are like snapchat what are you gonna do about this clearly he's not a good person like at this point i've mentioned in the past couple of episodes that like yeah. seven to ten companies have dropped his ass because they don't want to be associated with shit clearly i don't know if snapchat is turning the other cheek turning the cheek turning their eyes but there he his show is still on there he's still making money do you think it's snapchat responsibility to be aware of the people that they're sponsoring the people that they're showcasing
1: yes absolutely because then like again you're giving a more of a platform to someone who's just showing you that they don't deserve that platform. So I think Snapchat should definitely fucking do something. I think, I mean, obviously, you guys, we know he's going to fucking bounce back from this. He's a little white boy. So, so don't worry. You'll see your little lover David soon. Again, probably on your scenes after all this, quote-unquote, like, blows over, even though I don't think this should blow over. This should get ingrained in our minds, you guys.
0: Hold and on you know the- what's going to cause it to not just go over? Me, I'm gonna keep talking about it. I'm gonna keep exactly. resurfacing all of this bullshit and keep calling them out until I see change. Um, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, us kind of dragging it on, even though I don't see it that way. Um, today on Twitter, I saw Angela Zuniga. She posted a tweet saying, "I can't believe I was still following David D." And to me, I'm glad she tweeted it because she caught herself. She is reevaluating who she's following, who she's supporting, and that's good. That's I feel like that's our purpose to. Cut the bullshit. No BS here. Um, did you see that tweet?
1: Yes, I did. I was actually going to bring it up. I said a mutual friend of ours from high school. <laughs> but look at you. See, we're on the same fucking wavelength on
0: right On the same wing. I can't speak. You know which tongue. <laughs> Moving on, I can't speak. But um, another Snapchat show that people are questioning why it's still existing, Nikita Dragon, your favorite problematic YouTuber. So as we know, Nikita has done plenty of bullshit plenty of nonsense things with covid people claim she's done blackface and black fishing and she is doubling down she apparently doesn't give a fuck what anybody has to say because on instagram she posted cancel me as many times as you want my show is still running like she really doesn't give a fuck she's not holding herself accountable she doesn't care for people calling her out and she's doubling down this irritates me so fucking much because clearly she sees that how she's acting the things she does are no issue in her mind she's perfect in her mind everything is great peaches and cream how do you what are your thoughts on this
1: in her mind yeah no i am absolutely like so fucking again fuck you snapchat that's why i don't use you anymore um everybody's like yeah nobody uses snapchat anymore bitch um, anyways, uh, I just, it irritates me because again, it's why are you allowing them to thrive on controversy? And okay. There's a difference you guys from like talking about it like this, or even sharing your thoughts on Twitter. If you guys do that, like where you tweet or you rant about something. And then there's like people who actually follow Nikita and like follow her to, because of the controversy, like, like, oh my gosh, like, Nikita's always doing something wild, like, I have to follow her, like, no, like, right there, that's, you're feeding her ego, you're feeding her messiness, and, like, that's not even just for show, like, at this point, that's who she is, she's showing us who she is, she, these repeated patterns are showing us who she is, she, like, if she can't get into her fucking head, that she's, I can't even speak right now. If she can't get it through her fucking head that like she's harming her brand. And then that's another thing. Like how are brands still fucking working with her too? Like it's mind boggling. Like I'm using big fucking words right now. It's mind boggling to me.
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) honestly, I think, I don't know who's in charge of her, her brand, her company, the people she works with. I feel like most people in the business either are super on top of things like this because like, yeah. I don't know, in my mind, if I'm representing something or someone, I want to, you know, put my best foot forward. And if I
1: exactly. basically
0: am representing someone who is shit, why the fuck? That's not only a reflection of me, but yeah, telling the rest of the world, hey, everything she does is okay. Like, that's not okay.
1: That's actually a question that a lot of us had in our, um, in like a past class of mine called entertainment PR. We asked our professor, like, okay well what do we do if like a client of ours just always thrives in on controversy like if you ethically do not believe in that and I know like maybe you don't know this but like PR people are known for being like scoundrels like little liars like obviously PR you're spinning the truth or whatever not the case but anyway <laughs> um and she basically said, "Well, you said it right there. If your ethics don't align, if your values don't align with your align with your client, why the why would you continue working for them, or why would you continue um, servicing their brand if you know that you are better of better use elsewhere? Have someone else deal with that mess because it's not you shouldn't have to deal with a mess that this person keeps creating in order to um, make themselves more famous or." Uh, keep feeding off their 15 minutes of fame, you know? And I was like, ooh, T. T says right there, yes, absolutely agree. Okay, queen, let let me take note.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, like, it always, I hate that it always falls back on this. Like, we can't force anyone. We're just trying to give advice, trying to enlighten people. But I guess it just ultimately comes down to people are going to say what they want. People are going to follow and support who they want. And Mm -hmm. my job here on this podcast is to tell you guys you should do you but at the same time think twice about it because right now i just went on james charles instagram i went on nikita's instagram and i like i see the people that follow him and her and i'm just like what are y'all doing come on you all know better come on now
1: exactly
0: (laughs) but um it is what it is, I guess the last thing that I want to talk about, I actually forgot to mention before we aired, so plot twist um Bad Girls Club we've talked about this in the past, yes, anyone who is how old do you think you have to be to know Bad Girls Club because I feel like at this point, even teenagers now know what it is, like twelve thirteen year olds know what it is
1: yeah, I mean, in order to have experienced it live, I want to say you have to be like the youngest, probably. 16 17 right or is that like if you were experiencing that shit I'd like nine
0: <laughs> like we love that. we're not here to judge because we watch <laughs> trash tv but um anyways i wanted to talk about this because it was i believe a couple months ago where it was in the talks you know we're we're gonna regroup rebrand we're gonna reboot and that shit did not work out they basically scam people But now they're coming harder, better, faster, stronger. So the new show is called Baddies ATL. It's premiering in May, and it's being produced by Zeus. Have you ever watched anything on Zeus?
1: No, I think we even said that last time, and I was like, Zeus? Who the fuck is that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Zeus isn't Hulu, isn't Netflix, isn't Amazon Prime, or Amazon TV, whatever you call it. It's none of that. It's another app on its own i believe it costs 3.99 4.99 for like the first month and then it's like five dollars afterwards i like to say that it's a cheap tv provider service whatever the fuck you want to call it go check it out so this show is going to revolve around tanisha thomas natalie nunn seven christina janelle judy and sarah do any of those names ring a bell let's be honest
1: <laughs> yeah tanisha fucking um
0: natalie i run la that's kind of iconic <laughs>
1: fucking judy judy and i think judy's the one that they fucking dump cereal on right
0: yes she was telling the other girl i served you breakfast in bed and then
1: yes oh my god those were always my favorite fucking fights when it was like we're gonna get this bitch out today and then it was like you're horrible
0: you're a horrible (laughs) person those are my least favorite fights that's i hate (laughs) when they're essentially bullying like if you if you are like sensitive this is not the show for you so basically if you haven't watched bad girls club is a show that aired a couple years ago it recently stopped airing on tv um reality tv show where they put a group of bad girls in a mansion and their lives are being recorded 24 7 and they're basically just partying but the whole premise of it is that they want the producers want them to fight, which is dumb because yeah. once they fight and things get too severe, exactly. they kick them out. They're like, "Nope, you hit her on the head. That yeah. is not if acceptable." You're,
1: if you're physical, if you're the one who threw the first punch, you're fucking gone. So that's why people would try to test people they didn't like in that house so that they could go home. And you know what? I'm just fucking remembering right now that the the let's get her out today backfired in that one season with Camila. And she was just like, you're not going to get me the fuck out today. And she was on the phone (laughs) with her mom. And the mom was like, beat their ass.
0: She's like, whoop "Whoop it. Whoop it, Camila. I fucking love Camila.
1: As far as like, As as like,
0: (laughs) as far as bad girls go, um, I would have to say like my top five. I know they got a lot of shit to this day. They still got a lot of shit the victor twins something about them they're charming like them. their personality was made for tv i fucking love them um camille is another one megan yeah megan. they're all the hits like they're iconic i'm excited for this tv show honestly i'm probably gonna get zeus i'm gonna i'm gonna oh, really? pay and subscribe to see these um uh, this new <laughs> series i'm excited throwback
1: um someone I saw a fucking tweet I love that you freaking brought it up I wish I I should have fucking bookmarked it but someone was like you're telling me these bitches are still these bitches are 45 and they're fucking fighting I'm gonna be watching though I'm gonna be watching
0: (laughs) yeah I saw the exact same tweet and it's like it's funny because I feel like bad girls in the past or girls who are on that show who are now a bit older they they go they take two different routes it's either bad girls club is something of the past like it made yeah. me who i was like, like you guys know me because of that show but i moved on and then the other path is like no yeah i was on the show i'm still a bad bitch put me on that show i'm ready i'm ready to fight and i mean to each their own i'm definitely gonna be tuning in and i'm gonna give my input you know on the podcast so stay tuned for that
1: yes please please do because maybe i'll tune in but probably not through Zoom, It's probably um Probably through one of the fucking sites I fucking watch my shows from. <laughs> or I'll just
0: I'll just go ahead and and give you the password and you can tune in through that. But um oh, so, so if you guys are a bad girls club fan, make sure to tune in to Baddie's ATL on Zeus in May. Ding. This is not a sponsored thing. Natalie Nunn is not not paying me but if she wants that so- that
1: is not right next to him being like bitch fucking promoted yeah, she might right be now. running
0: la but she's not running me um <laughs> but anyways i've talked for a whole on 40 minutes why don't you give us some tea give some shade let us know what's up
1: yes so the first thing i want to talk about is first of all i talked about her a couple not a couple episodes but a few episodes back now uh, you know we brought up demi lovato's Documentary that was gonna air and it aired this past Wednesday and it's gonna air for three more Wednesdays um because it's a little mini series on YouTube. I think the next three episodes are YouTube Premium, you guys. So a bitch is gonna wait because I'm not trying to fucking wait, pay for YouTube Premium. Sorry, Demi. <laughs> so today, um, reports came out that Demi Lovato has come out as pansexual and she shared this on the Joe Rogan experience on Saturday but obviously magazines and um Twitter and everything is picking it up now and she was talking about how basically she's been I like it was like the same with Jojo Siwa like it was kind of like um bittersweet to read about their experiences with like how they felt coming out or something because it was like oh yeah I felt this way a long for a long time but I felt like I had to like close myself off because of like the communities like that I grew up in like the conservative conservative communities I can't even fucking speak um and Demi Lovato she says um while she loves the way that she grew up in Texas it's because of the super fucking religious community in there that you know she was never okay saying oh I think I like girls or I think I like both boys and girls or I think I like anybody regardless of gender you know so she's talking about she said I'm so fluid now and a part of the reason why I am so fluid fluid is because I was super closeted off and you know if you guys scroll through her Instagram she's done like a total 180 um we know Demi Lovato because of fucking Cam and her bangs and her fucking long hair or something but she's now chopped it off she has pink hair She's total rock, she's like rocking the like suit look and everything, she's like really coming into her own and I feel like she's now, like she's not gonna let, I don't know, labels, like (laughs)
0: labels label her.
1: Um, We love that English. (laughs) She's not gonna let labels define her. So she said, she also fucking said, um, and this is a little, this is a little bit of tea. She said, um, breaking off her engagement like really was a huge sign to her that she was not straight. And I'm not saying that, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, did your last boyfriend turn you gay? And it's like, no, 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 no. She's just saying that it was just a sign to her that, you know what, I need to stop hiding who I am. So she said she's, I heard someone call the LGBTQ i a plus community the alphabet mafia so she's like i'm part of the alphabet mafia and i'm proud and i was like this bitch is from tiktok bitch (laughs) have you ever heard of that have you ever heard of that the alphabet Mafia. i've seen on
0: twitter uh people label themselves as they're like yeah i'm part of the alphabet people alphabet people yeah
1: because TikTok was, like, censoring. TikTok's problematic. Doesn't like gay people, apparently. Um, TikTok was, like, censoring certain videos with, like, the word gay or something or LGBT. So people were like, let's just call it the alphabet mafia. So I was like, hmm, interesting. So um, you guys, Demi Lovato might be on TikTok. Or she might be on, like, a little secret account. Might be watching our videos. She's <laughs> watching you. So she's come out as pansexual. And for those of you who don't know, pansexual... There's a difference between pansexual and bisexual and please like if I get any of this definition wrong, please let me know. Like, um, we're all still learning and I feel like if someone's coming from a place of love, we like I am open to education, so please, like, reach out to me if you guys hear this and you're like, no, wait, girl, you did not hit the- Basically drag her in
0: my DMs, (laughs) let me know, talk that shit, and I'll correct her. But no, yeah, like she said, she's coming from a place of love, and if, if I or her make a mistake, correct us, we're more than open to talk about it.
1: So being pansexual means you're not limited in sexual choice with regards to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. So- when i read that i just think of like pansexual means regardless of who the person is like who how they identify you're still attracted to them cuz you know how with um when you're straight it's like you're attracted to the opposite sex but when you're gay you're attracted to the same sex so there's like a a point of, of distinction so please educate me if i got that wrong please I'm open okay my my dms are open my if you got my number text me, okay, <laughs> and sometimes she'd be saying the wrong thing, so let me know, please. so what do you think about that like
0: when First child of all, her- I just looked up her age because I know we've talked about her in the past um I just yes. think that she was twenty eight um you're twenty eight uh five three um Jimmy Lovato, I'm 5'11 and 24 years old um outside in DM to me up um yeah no I'm excited for uh, how like how I want to say even though I, it's funny because I talk about these people as if I know them but like how proud I can't say how proud I am of her because I know people on TV actors even friends that like have come out and just to see like the the joy in them change I feel like now she like you said she in the interview she said that she's going to be able to basically live her best life feel more comfortable in her skin and i mean we see the change on her instagram like you said like she's dressing more she's dressing in a way that she feels is her yeah her style she's expressing herself better and i mean how is that that's not a bad thing that's a good thing we love that keep it coming um now sorry, far as her musicals. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no. Like, <laughs> I, swear, I, <laughs> I can't really say much besides like I'm excited for her. Uh Wish her nothing but the best of love and best of luck. Like I know she is kind of going through things to like, for lack of a better term, but um, yeah, nothing but love from my side.
1: I mean, she just came out with a new song called Dancing with the Devil, which like li- details her entire uh relapse and um overdose that she had last year so um bless you uh, sneezing <laughs> so promise
0: guys it's not covid
1: it's allergies it's spring um but yeah definitely check out i'm gonna be checking out her youtube documentary i'll let you know how that goes it might be a couple weeks before i fucking say something because i already told you guys i just i can't function with like weekly formats i need I need it all at once. Okay. So that's why, if I'm not talking about a current show, it's because I'm fucking watching something on Netflix or Hulu because I need it all again. I need it all at once. I'm, I like to binge, binge watch. I'm, I, I work better. My brain works better that way. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to another LGBTQ icon. We know him as, um, the man who made conservatives angry, Little Nas. And he just came out with a song called Montero, Call Me By Your Name. And it was a video, a video came along with it, obviously. And where Little Nas is a heavenly creature seduced by a tempter judged by a body of peer. And inevitably he's sent to hell where he gives Satan a lap dance before breaking his neck. So obviously very like, um religiously insensitive i want to say but of course you're gonna have people who have things to say so he got a lot of religious christian um people of the christian faith angry i say specifically people of the christian faith because that's all i've seen tweeted i'm sorry okay if if you're of another religion and you were offended too you can feel free to tell us feel free to (laughs) let us know
0: that you were also offended (laughs)
1: um and they were very mad about the way that he depicted um uh demons uh erotic scenes heaven hell um sexuality they were very mad um he does not give a fuck. he was like oh you okay thank you he even (laughs) uploaded a video (laughs) um he uploaded an apology video, technically. It's not an apology video. He's basically fucking trolling all the conservatives and all the religious people who are upset at his video. And they were even more upset because um, there's these blood sneakers, I guess, that along with his single drop, he, um, he's also released a version of like Nike Max, Air Max 97s. And it features like a little gold pentagram. And in the bubble, in the little gold pentagram, like, there's a little bubble, and in it, there's going to be one drop of human blood. So people were like, that's that's demonic, like, how could you do that? And so, he dropped a video, and the title of the video was like, I apologize for anyone I offended, but when you fucking watch the video, he's basically like, I don't give a fuck. Like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And I think, before i say my opinion what's
0: what do you think about this what do you think about the oh no i mean okay here's the thing i i'm a fan when it comes to music and artists i'm a fan of few people the three the three classics the three queens you guys know who they are as far as um lil nas x he i don't like i'm not i don't want to say i'm not a fan because i don't listen to his music like that but i'm also not a hater like hey you do you love it. Um I haven't heard the song but I saw everyone tweeting about it because apparently it's a really good song. I don't know people are loving it. Um mm. as far as Christians and people of other religions feeling offended, I want to say I guess they're entitled to their opinion but I can't really like I can't really state whether they should be upset. I mean, I I don't know like it's hard to even express my opinions on it because I yeah. don't know who like I don't <laughs> listen to this music. I haven't watched the video. I haven't heard the song but i mean is it something new for christians to be upset at something is this new like has this never happened before i mean you guys can be you guys are basically getting what i'm trying to say right
1: yes i mean not to bring up the whole like race card but it's like didn't Billie eilish do something similar in a video where she was like not giving satan a lap dance but she was doing like like if i saw it i'd be like oh that seems like a little like satanic like a little fucking demonic no and yet nobody has anything to say so like and no then I'm on
0: supposed- top of that sorry to cut yeah. you off. and then on top of yeah. that like you just made a good point he's probably getting more shit because yeah. if i'm not mistaken lil nas x is gay right yes so, so he's uh, gay but- and he's black so i mean there you go you have it now i now it makes more sense why these christians are upset and to me it's like okay bullshit get out of my face you know <laughs>
1: I mean, I need to start fucking bookmarking tweets because this one tweet I saw was like, Christians, gays are going to go to hell. Um, Little Nas, gay, goes to hell. Christians, oh my God, why would you do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't know.
1: It's, it's a lot. I mean, Little Nas, you keep doing you. obviously People are going to get, people are going to try to make you seem like you're like, the end of the world you're the reason the end of the world is coming but don't worry the apocalypse is very much non-existent so don't worry (laughs) knock on wood bitch
0: (laughs) yeah let me knock on wood and if you are yeah we got covid and things to worry about so that's probably gonna end us don't worry about what he's going on
1: (laughs) exactly so moving on from um to from a black creator to people who don't know how to credit black creators We've talked about her on the podcast before. Um, everyone's favorite TikToker. No, not Charlie, you guys. Um, her BFF, her sister's BFF, Addison Rae. Um, she was recently on Jimmy Fallon, uh, where she performed her single, which... That's a whole other story, apparently. People were like, this bitch is trying to copy Madonna, the Madonna. And I was like, oh my God.
0: Why would people girl. ever put Madonna and Adidas, that girl Adidas, in the same <laughs> sentence? I don't know who she thinks she is, but you guys know how I feel. Move okay. on. I'm sorry.
1: So Jimmy Fallon had her on the show, and he did this with Charlie as well, from what I remember, where he had her reenact dances from TikTok. And so he did the same thing with Addison Rae. And people were not happy about it because obviously the dances she was doing were um, the trends, like the dance to Cardi B's song Up. She did um, the dance to Savage Love by Jason Derulo. She did, like, she was just, she was doing a lot and it was like, she's not even the creator of these dances. So why is she on the show? What is she doing? And I understand the whole argument, like, well, he's just having her perform them. Like she's not saying she created them. But to me, I think that's where the problem is because it's like, yeah, that, that's the problem. She should be saying like, oh yeah, I love these dances. They were created by ABC knowing the power that she holds like bitch you're on you're on jimmy fucking fallon people fucking fight a-list actors fight to be on fucking late night talk shows to get the fucking interview spots so homegirl like use it for something i
0: was just gonna say (laughs) like like, it's one thing for her like he said oh she okay let's get it clear she's just performing them she's not claiming that but also on his behalf jimmy whoever works on that set why didn't they just go ahead and contact exactly. the people who created dance created these dances because like you said being uh, on a late night talk show bitch that's fame in itself if you get 30 seconds in inter- if you get a 30 second interview with anyone your name and your social media and your platform boom right then and there you're gonna get hundreds and thousands of followers and i don't know is it exactly. because she's white is it because she's quote-unquote pretty why why did they feel the need like does she make these dances popular why is this girl a all of a sudden in the face of these dances. Why is she on there?
1: And all the dances like were created by majority like black creators. Like obviously Jason Derulo did Savage Love. Um, You have Kiara Wilson did Savage. Uh, Young Prince did Corvette Corvette. Like, These are usernames you guys, I'm sorry. Like I don't really, I'm I'm like reading this off of um, an article on LA Times Entertainment. So please. And then you have, to the song, which isn't even a TikTok song, but "Laffy Taffy," you know, saying that I love you. that, Laffy Taffy. um, and the creator who created that dance was To Fly My, and it was like, these are fucking black creators. Why are you not? Why are you not fucking giving them their due? Like, I think about the girl who created Renegade. Did you do you remember that story? But the girl who created Renegade, and then there was she. Apparently, she had asked Charlie D'Amelio to credit her. And Charlie says that, oh, I like I never saw that, but I'll credit people from now on. And it's like, little girl, you got famous off this fucking renegade dance. You were at the fucking Super Bowl because of this renegade dance. Where is the creator's um credit? Like where is her This is uh,
0: I'm like so bothered. This is where? what pisses me off about Trixie Amadeus, uh Charlie Amadeus, Adidas Nike. <laughs> like these people, I can't stand these girls because it's like, con- they continuously do problematic shit, and again, people continue to support them, continue to like, retweet, post their fucking TikToks, do it, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and it's like, at what point is enough enough? Like, stop being stupid, stop making shitty decisions, do better. Um, I saw this tweet uh, earlier today that said, LOL, when you see TikTok out of the app, when you see TikTok dances outside of the app, it's cringy, and I was like, no, bitch, when you see TikTok, period, it's cringy, like... Maybe that's, that's just me, being a hateful bitch, but I can't with <laughs> these dances. Like, it's too much. I, Stop these people. I'm,
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. TikTok is like Instagram to me, where like the amount of followers someone has does not equ- like equate to the number of likes. But then again, I look at my account, and it's like I think I'm a- followed by a lot of fucking spam accounts. Or <laughs> like, you get me because I'm like, oh shit, I don't know all those fucking people. What the fuck? Like I follow a lot of like regular people, but I'm like not a lot of regular people be following me, so I don't know all these motherfucking people. But then you look at my likes, and it's like, and it's like, bitch, you ain't getting that many fucking likes. So I don't
0: know <laughs> what. I'm like. I mean, so- and then just to play like devil's advocate, I'm sure because I. I have the app i always say this i have the app i don't go on it um but uh, my brother larry is always telling me like you love to hate on tiktok but you i feel like you would you would like it um and he's always telling me like tiktok is not like no one dances on tiktok like that's not the tiktok yeah. they're watching so i know there's like probably a better side of tiktok my overall consens- consensus and like thinking yes, it's just it's shit but uh yeah to each their own i
1: digress i mean my last story actually no, false, because I just realized something. I have a story after this one, but you know what? I'm gonna keep going. So, my next story is actually involves fucking TikTok. So, um, I had told you this off-air about this TikTok that I had seen from this creator about, um, and she was basically calling out Latino influencers and um, their silence on like, attacks on street vendors. I mean, I'm not saying I'm Disclaimer, you guys, I'm not a perfect person. Um,
0: well, we all can't be.
1: I mean, we all can't be. But, <laughs> I mean, but then again, I'm not a fucking influencer for me to be, like, I'm not a fucking uh, content creator for me to, uh, like...
0: Hold yourself to the same standard that we're oh God, Exactly.
1: So this TikTok creator, <laughs> let me... Let me pause the video because you guys know TikTok with their fucking autoplay. Adele Soriano, 13. Basically, uh, let, me, let me just play a little bit and then I'll stop it because it's pretty long. Many of us have heard about the street vendors that have been murdered or the ones that have been robbed. And we know that there's a fun going around to help them. But what I'm curious about is where are these Latino influencers that claim to be about the raza? Because none of them have posted about it. None of them are bringing awareness to this issue. None of them are using the hashtags that we've created. And I'm wondering why. Don't have Latina in your bio, but then not help the community out. You want to be Latino when it's convenient for you. Don't just post up eating hot Cheetos acting like that's what makes you Latina. (gasps) So, I mean, let's go into what she said. I don't know if you know, the use of the word raza isn't really, like, a lot of Chicanos use it because it's like, oh, la raza, you know? But when you think about it, la raza means, like, obviously race. And that was used in, like, context of, like, bettering the race. And how do you better the race, guys? You marry white people. So I don't really appreciate the word, the use of the word raza, but I do... I do like everything else that she had to say um which basically I mean this isn't just an isolated incident with street vendors you guys like it's a constant thing like and even higher now they're being targeted especially with like um violence on the streets how everything's opening up like everybody's back on the fucking streets so I think if you didn't know about it well just like Luis and I we were like oh shit like we did know about it, but we didn't think it was as constant as it was happening, you know. So I took what she said from her video, and I started looking up these people, right? And I looked up okay, the one in particular, um, Daisy Marquez. She has the Mexican flag in her name on Instagram, and I was like, "Ooh, t bitch, have you like? Let me let me scroll through. Obviously, her page is gonna be like." aesthetically pleasing the feed's gonna be aesthetic so I was like let me just look at her stories her stories are just of her like I don't know taking shots out of somebody's breast I don't know <laughs> um and I was just like oh shit and then I started remembering Daisy Marquez I forget she's that guy I wonder if she's ever done anything to like talk about funds at people who are undocumented like I wonder if she's ever done that please tell me if she has I mean I didn't fucking find anything, so please tell me if she has. I know it's not her responsibility, but she does have a platform. Another person, Adam Ray O'Kay. We know this person as uh Rosa on TikTok, where uh, you know, they got really popular because of their videos depicting, you know, those stereotypical girls in high school who would be like, Hey, come here, come here. Like, Bitch, I was one of those girls, so it's okay. <laughs> but I mean, Adam Ray K also has the Mexican flag in their bio. I'm like, oh, has Adam Ray K ever done it? Nope. Adam Ray K did a video with James Charles. Adam Ray K did a video with Jenny 69. Super fucking problematic bitch.
0: Oh, my God. Jenny
1: 69, too. Homegirl has got Mexican flag up in her bio. Has she done? No, she has not. Has she appropriated black culture? Yes, she has. Has she um, talked about... uh, you know, kids in cages? No, she has not. Has she said that, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter isn't something she really needs to be talking about because it's not a part of her platform? Yes, she has. So <laughs> I think it's crazy to me. I don't, I just, again, I think there's Latino influencers out there, Latino creators out there um, who do use their platform. The two off the top of my head right now that I'm thinking of are Beauty Bird. Like, I do appreciate her. I like her content where it's not stereotypical. She doesn't play off that crazy Latina vibe. And you like her too. too. Erika Angel.
0: My queen. My paramount queen. I
1: love Erika. And while, yes, sometimes her content with her boyfriend can be a little bit cringy.
0: Did you watch that video where he pranks (laughs) her and makes it seem like he was watching... P word.
1: Yes, and I they're was, just. Crazy.
0: I was laughing. I'm sorry. That just. I love that, that video.
1: I love. I, I like them. I like her. I appreciate her because you know she was always not one to, you know, profit off of stereotypical, um, like she wasn't the one to profit off of stereotypes. You know, while yes, she does have cringy content at times. I feel like she does. <laughs> she does know how to. Um, fuck I forgot <laughs> Well, yes she has movie content at times she does know how to balance herself out and she's never like I love that she even calls out people that are like why do you guys play off the, the toxica stereotype why do you guys do this or why do you guys I'm like yes bitch call them out now does she follow a few people who are a little problem like yes bitch she might have she might be following these other influencers um who <laughs> Who don't speak up for the community, but I think we need to we've said it all <laughs> on fucking episode, you guys. We need to fucking look at who we're supporting. Right? I'm like rambling at this <laughs> round. <rambling. laughs> I'm, I'm dead. Like he is getting <laughs> me bitch. <laughs>
0: Yeah. i'm so sorry oh my god i'm probably gonna get told right now my mom's gonna come to the room and be like can you shut the fuck up you're extra shit <laughs> okay <laughs> let me know everything you're saying i couldn't have said any better myself i am gonna state my opinion you did kind of go on a rat, but I, I did i, I was respect so sorry, it, and i, I love that about you because you, we all have opinions and you're not afraid to say yours so i fucking love you for that but um there's so many layers to go over and yeah we're gonna keep talking about this um for starters is it remind me about the first girl's name remind me of the first girl's name um, uh
1: daisy marquez
0: isn't daisy marquez miss sickle cell girl who faked it because she was actually getting her butt done
1: See?
0: problematic in that in itself um i'm like people were coming for and saying you're gonna die but you got your butt done anyways um then there's adam i've never been a fan and now this whole lack of bringing awareness is making me more i don't want to say a hater because i'm not a hater but less even more less of a fan call me a fucking hater is what it is but um as as soon as you mentioned them having the mexican flag in their bio i started cringing in my seat because i have the mexican flag in my bio and then i thought i have i brought awareness i have not and like you mentioned we weren't aware i wasn't aware that this is something obviously we know that it's a reoccurring thing like unfortunately it happens because people are fucking out of their mind but where was i even going with that yeah i wasn't aware that it was happening so it's hard for me to like bring awareness and it's not like i have a huge platform guys i have like four followers on everything but um <laughs> i definitely will try and repost relink share things if i see it um is it their job to bring awareness to this i'm gonna have to say i think it is especially if they I don't want to say that's their brand but like that's what people know them for i know for a fact that i know that kid louis live and daisy marquez jenny 69 it's always the same i love hot cheetos i love i love chile referring to um, like this dumb ongoing joke that mexicans and latinos are are clowns essentially because i don't know it makes me cringe and you guys can call me sensitive, but it makes me cringe when their content is ninety-nine percent eating hot Cheetos, talking about I'm gonna steal your hombre, like yeah use your own. You might see it as like empowering people to be free with their sexuality and and everything else, but I don't know. To me, it just makes me cringe.
1: It just yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we're the first ones to hold ourselves accountable. And yeah, I feel like sometimes I take a step back and I'm like, wow. Like I feel like I don't really highlight a lot of um, Latino issues or like Latinx issues on my on my page or something. Like I feel like I sometimes tend to highlight um, other communities a little bit more, and I'm like, oh shit. Like I need to do better on that because you know, like not not to sound like fucking cringy, but it's like you know, these are this is your community suffering too, you know. And a lot of, I love that you said, um, is it their job to do it? Yes, it is. Because a lot of comments on the girl on Adelie's video were like, well, what do you want them to do? Like, oh, if you're so mad, then you go out and do it. What is the fuck is she doing? And I went to the girl's TikTok, Adelie's TikTok, and she's uh, very vocal about like, um, she's very vocal about community issues. And I'm like, so y'all bitch right here she's doing it so how about you eat your words hoe and go talk to the people you're buying from all their fucking boutiques and small shops and fucking lashes that they get from um wholesale places yeah (laughs) anyway
0: okay so people listening might think we're overreacting and you know it's not their job in my opinion it is it is their job because they have a platform they have a voice they have a following i know damn well that if they say like for example hot cheetos i know damn well hot cheetos everybody fucking loves them you don't need to be latino to like them but i know for a fact that the more times they mention it hot cheetos are fucking going out of stock at your fucking local liquor at your local store i know that their voice has power and i don't know if they fail to realize this but their voice does hold power mm-hmm. you can literally say i fucking love sketchers I'm picking Sketchers because I know that's a brand that people love to hate on. If they, if these bitches said <laughs> I love Sketcher shoes and they started wearing Sketcher shoes, those bitches would be flying off the shelves. <laughs> and all that to say is that I don't know. Maybe they need to reevaluate their brand and not promote themselves as being super Latino. I love being Latino, and not because if they're gonna do that, then they need to back it up and yeah, bring awareness to Latino problems. I don't know. That's just me.
1: That's just, yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. I think the best example is when Jenny69 made a fucking petition to bring Hot Cheeto little Astro Puffs back. And then people were like, bitch, you can do that, but you can't fucking start a petition about the kids in cages. Like, you can't fucking do that. I mean, I totally understand. I don't want them to fucking talk about uh fucking Israel versus Palestine relations. I don't want them to fucking talk about, like... Um, the UN or something, or but it's like at least have some awareness about what your community that you like to profit off of is going through, and even though they're not black, at least we can talk about Black Lives Matter because you profit off of that culture too.
0: The so- fact that Jenny sixty 69- nine said something along something along the lines of i don't feel like that's not my not place but i that's not something i want to talk about on my platform like you can go suck a dick i'm pretty sure you probably have that like you're probably sucking dick right now and i'm not judging do you but like close your mouth because i don't want to hear it like you're a piece of shit creator i can't
1: Uh, yeah i mean to end it off i'm just gonna say i'm holding myself accountable right now because it's like i used to fucking actually like these people like i used to Actually, like actively follow them, especially Jenny 69. Like, I used to think she was fucking hilarious when I was like, just like senior year of high school. But then, you guys, I grew up and I was like, this bitch, every little thing she says, it sounds a little bit
0: problematic.
1: Problematic. Not even problematic. It's like, ignorant. You are a problem. Moving on. My final story, just a little lighthearted, a little. Let's leave on something lighthearted. Hannah Montana recently celebrated its 15th anniversary. Um, We all remember when, 2006. You know, let's, let's all just go back. If we had cable, if you grew up with cable. Hannah Montana aired, 2006. We stand. we meet a girl living the best of both worlds. Miley Cyrus wrote a beautiful fucking note. I love when she acknowledges Hannah because I'm like, bitch, be grateful. Hannah started your fucking career. Disney's not the best, but Hannah started your fucking career. So... Then the Hannah Montana team also sent out all these fucking flowers to everybody who was ever involved with the show. The Jonas Brothers, Selena Gomez, um, anybody who's ever used Hannah Montana as a lyric in their fucking song. And people were hoping for a reboot. But I'm here to tell you guys, I'm sorry, I said lighthearted, but now I'm going to be harsh. (laughs) There's no fucking reboot. Okay. Miley Cyrus, while yes, she acknowledged Hannah Montana, would never fucking put on that wig again. I'm telling you guys right now.
0: Would we get a zoom
1: reunion? Maybe. I can see that happening, but I hate to crush your little hearts. A Hannah Montana reboot is not happening and I don't think I would ever want it to happen. I don't really want to see Hannah Montana doing like cocaine, like I don't really care. oh no
0: not the cocaine i was gonna say and didn't her brother on the show didn't the actor who played her brother on the show wasn't he like already 30 at the time that he filmed
1: he was yeah he was 30 playing like a fucking 16 year old So now
0: isn't he gonna be like 40 50 if that happened like i don't know how well that would play out i don't know
1: honestly he's gonna be 40 50 playing a fucking 30 year old like no thank you yikes gray hair oh no that just sort of wraps it up but you know happy 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 birthday happy anniversary <laughs> Hannah. happy anniversary Hannah um I liked Alex Russo a lot more than you love you queen
0: what is that actor's name um her best friend Lily the- I always thought she was kind of cute
1: Emily Osment oh my god I love her queen she deserves a bigger career she deserves a bigger career we I need you were to, gonna to
0: say it. she deserves something else. Anyways, with that, we're gonna wrap up this episode of No BS. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. I know we kind of went in a little too deep with certain topics, but hey, that's us. Um, make sure to follow us on our Instagram at No BS Pod. Make sure to follow our own personal accounts. You know where to find them. You guys, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Google Podcasts, on Spotify. Y'all know where to find us. Um, Daniela, any final words?
1: um yeah you guys i'm waiting for the fucking voice message somebody listen to this le- they're like we don't leave you voice messages because we don't listen to the last <laughs> five minutes
0: they're like we actually listen to the first five minutes of the episode and then we sign off
1: i'm just gonna put a little reminder on our instagram okay i will be like leave us a voice message
0: <laughs> thank you for that but again thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate it and we'll catch you guys in the next episode bye